Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you are now receiving episodes on a different day than usual. Normally episodes were released on Fridays, but now we are switching to a release date of Mondays. So if you are listening and it's Monday, I appreciate you tuning in a few days earlier than typical, although I'm sure many of you just listen to these like I listen to podcasts just Whenever you have the time, you just go in and pick out the latest episode or maybe even do things like binge listen to episodes like I do on podcasts that align with me. But anyway, I appreciate whatever day you are listening to this, I really appreciate you being here. And today we are going to talk about a process or a new skill within our thinking, within our thought work that really helps us in living the lives we really authentically want to be living. It's a skill of questioning that actually helps us help ourselves live more in alignment with our values. And if you have not listened to the episode on values, you may want to go check that one out either before or after this one. You don't, it's not necessary to have listened to it before you listen to this one, but it really kind of goes along with this episode. And that one, let me check here. I believe... It is episode number 73, so it's not far that far back there. So again, uh, we're going to be talking about this skill, this thought work, this way of thinking, of questioning, some questions that we can ask ourselves that are really going to help us figure out some of the deeper level stuff <clears throat> Excuse me, that we are working on in regards to figuring out sustainable weight loss. But As always, I would say most of my episodes, most of this podcast, um, it is focused on weight loss, sustainable weight loss, all those kinds of things. But really so many of um, what we talk about can be applied to anything that you are trying to change in your life, whether that be things with relationships, um, whether that be your work life or, you know, maybe your creative life or you're wanting to really Uh, Figure out ways to live in a way that you can find more joy, more authenticity in who you are, more meaning in life. Um, And so I would just encourage you that even if you're not here to lose weight, um, that you continue to listen because I think there are some valuable things in most of the episodes. Well, I hope there are to you, but I believe there are um, in regards to just using some of these interventions and skills as ways to create a more amazing life, a more authentic life. 
Okay, let's move on. So one of the questions that I ask my clients most often when I'm using CBT or ACT uh, techniques within the therapy process is, you know, is that thought you are thinking, is that thought that your brain is producing serving you? Is the thought useful? So we focus on our thinking patterns or habits a lot. So just like you have behavioral habits, you have habits of behavior like and it can be anything like brushing your teeth when you wake up or you know you might have the habit of waiting to study until the night before the test or you know maybe it's um carrying a heavy bag on one of your shoulders so habits are just things we do that are repeated enough times that the behavior becomes automatic right we're we're doing the thing without even thinking about it so just like behavioral habits we have thinking habits or patterned habits of thought that our brain kind of spits out over and over and over, you know, because it's, it's running this programming that has um, been happening over and over and over because we have thought the thought so much and it's been repeated so often that these thoughts now just pop up automatically. And this is where thought work becomes so powerful. When we start to understand that there are ways to start to practice paying attention to our thoughts, this is actually called me- called metacognition, thinking about our thinking. And when we start to learn what our habit thoughts are, and when we really get and start to know deeply within us that thoughts are just thoughts, and that they are not necessarily true, or it does not necessitate that we need to act on our thoughts. When we really get to know in our deepest part of us this concept, thoughts are simply just thoughts, then we really can experience some freedom. This really is freedom. Because then we get to move to the next place of observing our thoughts, not judging them. And then we get to build skills to start to get out of those old habit thoughts and create new habit thoughts that actually give us the feelings that we want to be feeling. Then that drive, remember, you know, thoughts create feelings within us as well as, you know, the little chemical cocktails of sensations that are packaged along with feelings. Those are the things we feel in our body when we have a feeling. And that drives the behavior that we have so it's like really understanding this concept and moving through this. It's sort of like, you know, getting a key to the treasure chest, if you will. This is where life can really open up and relief pours in and we are able to make the changes we want to make in life with a lot less effort. I wanted to tell you about a company I recently used and that you may be interested in using as well. It is called Five Strands, five, the number, and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S, five strands. And it is a test to learn about food intolerances, environmental intolerances, and it can give you lots of really good information on how your body is currently responding to your diet. So it can identify food or environmental intolerances, And then you can kind of temporarily remove these things from your diet 
and make lifestyle decisions around that in order to reduce inflammation, to feel a bit better. Uh, This isn't about allergy testing. This isn't the same if you were to go get allergy testing through blood. This is uh, simply about a different process. They use that help to identify not allergies, but simple intolerances to foods that you currently may be eating and things in your environment. And then once you have that knowledge, the idea is you can go into an elimination diet and take all those things out at once versus if any of you have done an elimination diet before, when you're trying to figure out what's working for you, what's not, you know, maybe something like you take out all dairy, you have to wait four weeks to see how you respond, then you take out another thing, then you, so it's just this really long process of trying to figure those things out. This is just a really quick, simple, easy way to get that information and eliminate all those things at once. And then the idea is you do slowly add them back in once your body, um, the inflammation has calmed down, your body's ready to respond to them again. So this isn't about eliminating these foods forever and always. It's simply about taking them out for a time period to really optimize your health, maybe even lose some weight, and then um, slowly adding them back in. And the test is so easy because you just send in some strands of hair, hence the name of the company, Five Strands. You just send in some hair, you get results back within five to seven days. The other reason I, when asked, agreed to work with this company was because their customer service was so amazing. Any questions you have, um, anything like that, they are just friendly, very knowledgeable. Um, I just really, really appreciated their this to me was like old school customer service. So they're a great company. Um, and, and, and this sort of testing can just give you that idea of, okay, these are the things I'm going to try to cut out and, and we'll see, um, you know, trying to optimize feeling good, all that sort of stuff. And my own personal thing with this is I was noticing that I was having uh, just some cues and feedback going on from my body with some regular things I had been eating where I had never had those uh, negative cues and feedback before. And so I knew something was going on and that's why I got into taking this test. And what was really interesting is some things came back that I knew would come back. Like I've always known dairy. I do not do well with dairy. Um, I, I know I don't do well with eggs, things like that. But I really found some of the results fascinating. Like there were certain proteins that I was used to eating every single day that I'm highly right now currently in my lifestyle intolerant to um, and other proteins that were just fine. So that helped me adjust uh, to what I'm eating right now. Another thing that was really interesting is I always thought I was really intolerant to red wine but could was fine with all clear alcohol like vodka, um, all that kind of stuff. And Actually, according to this, uh, all clear alcohol is not good, but I am totally cool with red wine. So things like that were really, really fascinating to me and also just helped me create sort of this elimination diet plan for about six weeks that I'll be doing and uh, just, just gave me all the information in one shot. So I highly, highly recommend them if you are looking to optimize your health It's a quick and easy test to just get more information. I really do hope you give it a try. I just believe more knowledge about our bodies and how they are working is such a key in gaining that optimal health. So if you want to give them a try, you can head over to fivestrands.com. Again, it's the number five and then S-T-R-E. 
H-E-I-N-E-N-D-S.com. And when you go to check out, put in my name, Heather Heinen, H-E-Y-N-E-N, and you're going to get a nice discount. When we have honed the skill of observing our own thoughts without judgment, we can then start to practice asking the question, is this thought serving me? Is it useful? So if I have the habit thought, I suck at this, I'm a terrible person, I will never figure this out, because I've worked on that skill of noticing my thinking and not judging, I notice that my brain is throwing up that old habit thought at me. And then I can then ask myself, is this useful or helpful to be thinking this way? And the answer typically would be no in that example. When I think this way, it is not helpful for me at all. It creates feelings of depression, of defeat, which drive then behaviors in me of staying in bed or checking out, you know, watching YouTube or social media or uh, in regards to what we typically touch on in this podcast, overeating or over drinking to try to derive some pleasure or dopamine. And, and all these behaviors get more thoughts going of, so, so now I'm doing these behaviors that I don't really want to be doing, but I'm doing them. So now they drive more thoughts of, <clears throat> you suck, <laughs> you're a loser, you're terrible, look at what you're doing. And the cycle continues. Now, when I notice my brain thinking those thoughts, those habit thoughts that are not useful, and I ask the question, is this useful? And the answer is no. This is a cue, a signal, if you will, to think on purpose in a different pattern of thought. You know, so I I acknowledge the thought is a habit and not necessarily true. It is definitely not useful. And then I can pivot to a new thought that I have practiced. So, uh, and, and that, I, that I'm going to respond to my brain with when I notice these habit thoughts that are not useful coming up. And, you know, so I can say things to my brain like, you know, that's not a helpful thought for me right now. And because I know it's a habit thought, I know it might not even necessarily be true. And here's some evidence that, I suck is not necessarily true. And then I can list a few things that I've practiced and and that I do actually believe. Now, real important point here, and this is one of the things I often um, am working with clients and they'll say things like, oh, so this is like positive thinking. I just need to think positive. No, 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 no. This is not about thinking positive or positive thinking. I, I've harped on this in other episodes um, a little bit here and there, so you may have heard me say this, but this positive thinking, the practice of positive thinking, like I, it just, it doesn't work if you don't believe it, right? So it's not about positive thinking or telling ourselves things like, you're amazing and outstanding and you're beautiful when we don't believe those things. Now, if you feel you are amazing and outstanding, then by all means, give yourself those affirmations. Affirmations do work, but you have to somewhat kind of believe them. But for many of us, we just can't quite completely believe those things yet. I mean, the the work and the journey is to get there, but for many of us, we're just not there yet. And so we can't use positive thinking or positive affirmations because if we give ourselves those positive affirmations that we don't believe, and, and this is something I call toxic positivity, that will actually create more issues for ourselves where we end up sort of subconsciously rebelling against ourselves. So, so think of it like this. 
you're having a super crappy day. You had a huge fight with your spouse. You spilled coffee all over yourself, rushing to work, and now you're at work and realized you missed something in that project that you're turning in today. So you go to your office mate to vent and your office mate says to you, try to think positive. It'll all work out or something like that. I want to think about <laughs> if you heard that, how would you feel hearing that? If, if you're like me, you might have the impulse you know, to reach out and punch this person. It's like, I'm here venting to you and you're going to tell me to think positive. It just creates a more negative emotion within us, almost more frustration topped onto all the negative emotions we are already experiencing. So what you want to do instead, like in that scenario, is to have your, you want your office mate to say something like, oh, that sucks so much. No wonder you're upset. You know, you want understanding and empathy. You do not want some toxic positive message in a moment like that. So we need to talk to ourselves in the same way, not giving ourselves this toxic positive message that we're not believing in the moment. We, we want to work to just stay neutral and tell ourselves truthful things that we can believe. So this might mean I am not overly positive in these moments, but I am going to work to get to a neutral space. So I, I'm not in that super negative, deep, dark hole. So asking ourselves, is this thought serving me? Is it useful? Is a powerful intervention to sort of get our brain out of habits of, th of thought that are not true, as well as ones that are not useful or helpful. At the very least, asking the question interrupts the habit of thought loop going on. It gives pause within our brain. And sometimes just this interruption or pause can create more helpful thoughts in the moment. So let's get to the topic at hand, which is weight loss here. Our ways of eating influence the weight we carry around our bodies. Sometimes we are so habitual in the ways we eat, we don't even think about what or how we, were, we are eating. And an example here might be, you know, you're just really in the habit of having fast food for lunch. It's like a break to get out of the office or the home and to go get food. Or maybe the habit of ordering the same meal when going out to a certain restaurant. Or maybe it's the habit of grabbing a few jelly beans out of the candy bowl in the office lounge when you pass through. Or maybe it's the habit at the end of a super stressful day, you plop down on the couch with a carton of ice cream or a bag of chips and proceed to eat it all as you zone out on you know, some sort of Netflix binge show that you're watching. And I've been there. That's one that I've definitely been there. Most of us have been there and are still there at times in our lives. And these habits of using food for emotional reasons versus using food simply for hunger and nourishment um, it is what gets many of us into a space of where we don't, don't want to be in regards to weight. So a question you can ask yourself, which will often help lead to some behavior changes with food, and by the way, this is not immediately, but this is a start to things beginning to change on a deeper level, is asking yourself, is the way I'm eating serving me? Is it useful for my goals or values? And this is a really broad question. And so I always ask my clients to write on this or to journal to kind of nail down a few more um, well, to kind of sift it down a little bit. And obviously, if you've been struggling to lose weight, 
then your answer to this question will most likely be no. My way of eating is not serving me as I am not losing weight this way. I'm not living in the body I want to be living in and or I don't have the health markers I want to have. But this is where that deeper thinking comes in in order to create future change and weight loss. And the the truth is, and this is a little paradoxical, so stay with me. The truth is your way of eating is serving you in some way. It is useful in some way. And figuring this out is how we start to unlock exactly what is going on. How is your way of eating actually serving you? Most likely, it is helping to modify or mitigate some difficult emotions. Overeating or overdrinking in the evenings after a stressful day is not useful for my weight loss goal, but it is useful and helpful so I don't have to feel stressed in the moment. When I overeat, I feel rewarded. I look forward to it. It helps me forget the stress. It brings relief. And now we are getting somewhere. When you start to understand how your way of eating does actually serve you, we get a deeper understanding of the habits of ways of eating. And if you have a goal of weight loss, that insight, that understanding, that awareness is that first necessary step to move forward in your journey to permanent and sustainable weight loss. You know, it appears that as humans that behavior change is more difficult without an understanding or clarity around why I'm doing the things that I don't actually want to be doing. You know, why am I <coughs> overeating? Why am I overdrinking when I really do not want to be doing those things, but I still do it? So understanding why we continue to do the things we don't want to do is so important. You know, we want to understand why do we continue to overeat when it makes us feel physically, mentally, emotionally awful. That is the foundation from where we can start to build new habits and skills and reach the goals we have. So find some clarity and some understanding for yourself by asking the question, how is my way of eating? How is my relationship with food serving me in some way? Why am I doing the thing I actually don't want to be doing? Your answer to this question is your first step in your journey to actual permanent behavior change, a more free feeling relationship with your body, with food. Get deep, my friends. This is what works over the long term. I really hope you found something useful from this episode. And if so, please share it with someone else you think might find it useful. I really appreciate anyone who posts a link to my podcast or episode on your social media. That also helps really grow this podcast, which is growing, which is really exciting for me to see because it's kind of this grassroots campaign of mine to really get out there, you know, the message that uh, we don't need to be living in this diet mentality or diet culture, this yo-yo dieting, this constant focus of all these years of our lives focused on food and weight and body, and that there really are ways to to um, let go of that, to find freedom, and also live in the body you want to be living in. All right. I appreciate you spending this time with me as always. We will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. 
Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.